My name is Latifa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's your last name? It is Farah. 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 My name is Hadi. Last name, Kaser. You know what it is. Remix. This is how we're changing it up on this week's episode. We're singing our intro. Again, my name is Latifa Farah. And again, if you couldn't hear me sing, it's Hadi Kaser. And this is... Two, Two peas, peas in, in a, a pot. Thank you again for tuning in to Two Peas in a Pod. I think this is episode five. It is episode five. Episode five, yeah. So today's episode, um, we took, uh, you know, we were thinking about a little bit as to like what we wanted to talk about, and we came across a very interesting topic. And what we want to discuss today is a dream you wish you hadn't given up on. So yes. as a child, something you wish <clears throat> or thought you were going to be, but you gave up on that. So we're going to discuss and dive in a little bit to maybe Latifah's dreams, yeah. my dreams. Um, so let's, let's jump right Choppy into it. Choppy this. Let's First, right I just have to give a big shout out to Regina for giving us this topic idea. Shout out, Regina. Again, guys, we are always welcome to people giving us ideas. Uh, sometimes we run out of ideas and we're like, what the shit are we going <laughs> to talk about this time? Um, so please be welcome to slide into our DMs and let us know. What to talk about. Um, for me, a dream that I wish I hadn't given up on, if biology and chemistry weren't hard as fuck. What? Really? Yeah. Stop. Is being a pediatrician. That has always been my dream since I was a kid. Like, I've really? always, yeah, I've always wanted to be a doctor. I always wanted to help young kids and be able to, like, travel the world and help kids who are sick and who don't have the facilities or don't have the equipment to do so. And that's I feel amazing. like, yeah, that's... That's all, if you ask my parents, like, literally, that's all I dreamed of from as a kid is, I want to be a doctor. I set, that was set up to, like, 11th grade, and I was like, oh, so you see the way biology and chemistry <laughs> work. They don't like me, and I don't like them. You know, honestly, like, for me personally, I think chemistry was my hardest. Mm. Not even just in high school, but mm. in university. Really? I struggled. I don't know about you. Like, did you take any? Oh, no, hell no. Because oh I switched. Like, with journalism, you just don't take yeah, anything related that. to that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you got you got lucky. I got I, Like, my first year was all science-based. Yeah. And I had biology. I had chemistry. Um, and I was, I was like, what am I doing? Mm. Like, what am I doing to mm, this? Mm. No, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right, man. Like, um, that's probably a common thing. Like, people are like, yo, this is way too difficult it is. for me to even, like, yeah. pursue this. Yeah, because, like... In thought, you're like, oh, okay, I can see mm. what I would do, but then, like, you have to study for this. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, study yeah. to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. And to be a doctor takes, like, eight to ten years of studying. Even like, more even more, like, my brother's friend is, uh, I don't know where he is again, but there's somewhere that you can go to university that makes it quicker for you to get. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, to be a doctor. And he's doing that, and he's, like, 29 now. And I'm like, Lord, wow. for me to be 29 and still studying, studying? no thank you. No way, man. No way. After yeah. I was done my degree, I was like, oh, I don't want to go done. back to school ever, again. Ever again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
wow, man. But like, did you have other passions after that? Or was it like, all right, I'm done with this and I'm going to stick to journalism? No, I've always like, I've always had my set, my eyes set on being a doctor. And then like when I was struggling with it and the thing is with me is I realized like when I look back like school, I never took school serious, but I think because school wasn't speaking to me, Mm -hmm. do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there's some, there's certain kids who they're, they have skills, but like the schools don't know how to train them or point it out. Right. And a lot of my electives were very like creative electives. So Mm -hmm. they were videography, they were photography. It was theater at once these are all like within the arts realm and that's Mm -hmm. what i'm in right now but i honestly if it wasn't if it wasn't for my mom letting me know like hey have you heard about journalism i wouldn't be where i am today Mm -hmm. so like i have to give her the biggest shout Shout out for that because she was like okay you know you're struggling with this are you sure this is what you want to do like you you're doing better in English and history than you are in biology and chemistry, mm-hmm. and that can push you more into like you're better at writing than mm-hmm. you are at doing all these equations stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I like like my junior year, did I decide okay I'm gonna <laughs> go Back to school away. for ja- for journalism? Like imagine yeah. your last year where it's like one of the last years was really important. Did I say okay journalism is where I want to go? And even like ASD now like. Loki really pissed, but they have journalism courses. Like, really, you can. There's classes there that for they like, they even had like a a newspaper, like a lo, a school newspaper, wow. and I was like, where was this for those who had creative abilities, but like there was no outlet for mm-hmm. them to use it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even till this day now, like I don't feel a lot of schools are very like oriented around STEM. I agree. STEM and business. Yeah, yeah. Um. And being a doctor, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Those are, like, the three core. But being a creative, they understand... Like, it's not easy being a creative. No it's not be easy being in the media. But I don't think they, like, try to push kids to do that. Yeah. Or at least provide an exactly. outlet for you to explore exactly. if that's a, uh, exactly. know, an opportunity you want to pursue. Yeah. Um, like, I think for me, myself, I think I struggle with that. Because when I was growing up, I had a lot of passions. Mm. But... Or at least... A lot of uh, dreams I, I could say like mm. that I wanted to pursue but like I don't know if it was like actual mm. dreams or mm. was it like something I enjoyed mm. so like I remember growing up um, definitely wanted to be a cricket player that was my mm. I remember a distinctly, cricket player? I'm not joking wow <laughs> I swear to god that was my first thing I remember I was like because growing up I used to watch a lot of cricket mm. with my family mm. and stuff and I was like man I want to be a cricket player mm. this is something I definitely want to do mm. and I brought it up with my dad and uh, I think the next day I stopped <laughs> thinking about it because my dad just slapped me and, you know, took that idea out of my head. Straight. Oh, like, literally, by slapping me, it came out of my head. He was like, nope. He's like, nope. Not today. Not happening. Erase that shit. So then I was like, all right, that's not happening. And then I started going into, um, it's funny, like, we, we joke around about this, but, like, this was like a low key, like a low mm. key was like you know it'd be kind of nice. Mm. I wanted to be a Bollywood actor. Okay, yeah. I could see that. You can happening. see that. I right? could actually see that happening. Yeah, I wanted to do that, and then I wanted to be a voice actor. I could then, see that happening. And then too. I wanted to be, um, and then I wanted to get into sports, re- something sports related, right? Okay. I was like, man, I'm not an athlete. I'm yeah. not built for an athlete. Yeah. Which sucks. Like, yeah. You know, no shout outs to my parents for <laughs> giving me <laughs> no, you know, athletic ability. But I was like, okay, that doesn't mean I still can't be 
you know, in the sports realm. Mm, so mm. I was like, maybe I could be a physio. Mm. And then my mom was like, what are you doing, man? Mm. And then I switched it up completely. And then I went to uh, the science route. Mm. Um, and there were so many options. And again, I had no idea, man. Up until maybe university was really, I was like, okay, maybe this is something I would want to pursue. But like, even in high school, I had no idea. I was like, I was like debating business. Should I go into school? Like I, I or sorry, um, science. Like I had so many, I think, different passions, mm. but I just didn't know which one I would want to pursue. Mm. But I don't know, man. Like I feel like maybe it's because um, my, I think my family at least was pressuring me to go into um, something related to like business or science, mm-hmm. right? Because I think like traditionally speaking, that's what my family members have pursued their degrees in. Mm-hmm. So it's comfortable for them it's familiar to them um but i think back in my head i was always somewhat artistic yeah, i wanted to yeah. i wanted to yeah. you know get into that realm but i think i was kind of restricted maybe by my family mm. like not directly but like passively right mm. they were like no nah, i think you should go here mm. you should do this right did you did you ever have that though like or were your parents pretty chill about um that? like pa- passively in guiding me into like a different realm of journalism that i don't like I'm not interested in. Yeah. So, like, because of my personality, um, I am a really good presenter. Like, not to toot my own horn, but, like, true. I'm, I'm a pretty good presenter. And initially, like, my main goal with journalism was to become a broadcast journalist. Mm. But then, obviously, like, in the future, you kind of, like, the older you get, there's a lot of doubts and insecurities that come with yourself. A hundred percent, So, um... In broadcast journalism, it's like, oh, damn, I'm going to be on live television. Mm. My face is going to be out there. Is going to be out there. Yeah. I'm not too happy with my face, yeah, right? Yeah. You're really doubting yourself. So that pushed me away from it. And that's okay. something I wish I had, like, started off with was, like, put my face out there. For example, like, doing YouTube. I really mm-hmm. cut myself off of YouTube because I was like, okay, who's going to want to listen to me? Who's going to want to watch me? Yeah. All these type of things. So yeah. presenting, I put on a side, but then I picked it back up with audio, and that was with radio. So mm-hmm. I did radio because I felt comfortable. I'm like, okay, I'm not putting my face right. in front of it as much. But my parents still pushed me towards presenting, and then I kind of fell in love with editing. Mm. Like, I really love editing. Like, it's a weird it's a weird, like, peaceful state okay. when you're editing videos yeah. or you're editing audio because you're, like, in this zone. Right, right, And right. you're just focusing on creating a story from right. whatever images or whatever audio you created. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, man, I want to do that, yeah, right? And as exactly. much as, like, my personality is very in front. Yeah, like... Like, I, like I could be in front, face yeah. front, yeah. but I also enjoy the fact of being behind mm. the scenes too. And yeah, that yeah. comes with my personality too. Yeah. I like being with people and then I'm sometimes like sometimes I get sometimes bop, I don't bop, bop, I, exact sometimes I just like being alone, yeah, right? Yeah. And that just come, that's just how my personality is and I think that's come with the stuff that I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, like I f- I find it hard that, you know, that's always been a dream of mine after being a doctor was to have my own TV show. Like mm-hmm. I've always, if you talk to people and you say, be like, like the I want to be the, yeah, the next Oprah. Oprah. Like, how many times does Yo, that come that, out of I my, that. like, that comes out of my mouth all the time. But you know what? This is what I was thinking. Like, why can't you do that with YouTube? 
Like I you could. can still do that. I could. It I doesn't could. have to be like on a big stage. Yeah, you can yeah, still yeah. do that yeah. with YouTube and invite, you know, certain people that you yeah. want to let's say interview yeah, or whatnot, yeah. maybe showcase their stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you can still do that. Yeah, definitely I could still do that, but it's like again, like sometimes your interests kind of go away. I agree. Right, you had this vision in the beginning and then like you go through life and you stumble upon something that interests you more. Yeah. Um, and at the moment right now, it's like being behind the scenes and doing a lot of editing mm-hmm. and a lot of like sharing other people's stories, which I still can in front. But I think that's something I envision myself doing later Maybe on in life yeah. if that's still like something I want to take on. But for now, yeah, like with time, like your interests again, they change. Um, so that's, that's what happened to me, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think also like, this is something so interesting because I remember after university, I was still struggling. Yeah. I was like, man, like I, I still don't know if I want to yeah. pursue this. And yeah. I think everyone goes through that. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. still trying to figure out what your path is. Cause like school doesn't gear you, especially unless you're like in a very specialized degree mm. where it is a direct link from school to the next job. Yes, exactly. Right? It doesn't really gear you to really prepare you for exactly. the work life yeah, or the yeah, workforce. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, I I put up like a post on Instagram, and I remember specifically shout out to Fatima. I think it's Fatima. Mm. Oh my god, I think it is Fatima Al Hadri, right? Yeah. Yo, shout out to her, man. She made like a comment on my post. I remember, yeah. and she was talking about how in life. People generally are very one-dimensional, or they mm, think they are. Mm. They think that, you know, you can only be a doctor, so you go get your doctor degree, and that's it, and that's, mm. that's what you do for the rest of your life. But, you know, life is so multi-dimensional. Like, you mm. can have multiple passions. Mm. It doesn't mean that you can negate all those other passions and focus on one. Exactly. You can have one where it's going to be, like, career-focused, yes. maybe, like, the one that you're more passionate about, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. focus on that. Yeah. But the others that you still are passionate about, these could be, like, side hustles it could be hobbies of yours exactly hence why we have this podcast like this is something we've been wanting to do for a long time i know this is something i'm passionate about sharing my experiences um this is something i really enjoy but you know it doesn't mean i have to quit my full-time job no exactly right like you can always have this on the side exactly and and that really resonated with me because i was like yo this makes so much sense because i have so many different passions Mm. and i can still do them all it doesn't Mm. mean i have to just pick one yeah right so that was really interesting i think that's probably one of the reasons why um people are you know maybe not number one i think there's that's probably the reason why people are confused as to what they want to do mm-hmm. but also maybe not satisfying mm. because maybe they're negating all these other things yes. that they have yes 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 but yes. um man it's like you can still do all those yeah things. no for sure and i think that's like something that's so new to us yeah. as well coming from being raised abroad where like you don't see people doing hustles or mm-hmm. they don't hustle as much mm-hmm. right because again like you're so you live in such a privileged, privileged ass place. bubble that like your parents have one job yeah. and that job pays them really well and yeah. they enjoy it and that's been set out for them. Mm-hmm. So, and even the locals there and anybody else doesn't really do side hustles. They have yeah. one job and one job only and then you come to this like Western society and people your age at 18 are doing a, like not even side hustle, but they're doing so many other things to reach their goals yeah. or to reach their dreams. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, yeah. what am I doing? What this shit is not coming to me. I have to go out and get it. Dude, and I was thinking about this, and it's, I think it honestly goes back to, like, like no shade to Doha. Like, yeah, they, yeah, 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 it yeah. has treated us well, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But I think, like, it didn't have outlets for us to even explore these options, no, right? Like, no. for example, like, you know, I was talking to some other guy the other day, and I was like, 
you know, looking at his resume, and I was like, man, you've done so much mm. since you were like 15. Mm. I was like, my first job was when I graduated mm. from university. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like the concept of going to school and also working. Yeah. Even like at Starbucks, yeah. even at McDonald's. You yes. do that yeah. here in the yeah. Western society, but yeah. there's no concept of that. No. In the Middle East. No. Not at all. Not there's not no all. way you'll see a student working at Starbucks. Um, and I think that's so crucial because yeah. number one you get familiar with the work life yeah. but number two it actually helps you understand what is it that you want to do with your life exactly. because when you do these different jobs and yeah. interns and opportunities yeah. you start to understand you start to envision like can i do this full time like yes. is this something i would want to exactly. pursue or something along this line exactly but you can't you won't know that unless yeah. you actually try it out. yeah no i i agree 100 percent, and that's like one thing i really like pushed my parents into allowing me to do is because they're like why are you working we can like pay for you mm-hmm. and i'm like understood you want to pay for me but when you're reaching at this level of age where you can always fall back on your parents that's not good for yeah, you at all in terms of growth and being an adult later yeah, on because yeah. you're just going to be like well if i don't have a full-time job i can just ask mom and dad and they'll it give me money, money yeah. but you could you'll do that at 18 and you'll do that at 30, 30 as well yeah. so Living you better under your grandma's exactly basement. and it's it's there's no there's no problem of living in your parents house at 30 or what it okay yeah 30 is yeah, fine yeah. <laughs> but it's like when you are depending on them for support yeah, yeah or even i i in my opinion i believe by like 25 you should be financially stable, stable. Yeah. on your own. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. parents should not be helping you anymore. Yeah, like they're, you have to, if they're the ones who are willing, you have to cut it off yeah. because if you don't cut it off, that is a constant support that you're going to depend on. And it's, so. and it's out of your parents' nature to always help course, their kids because you know, if they build up so much to be able to get you to where you need to be and they want to support you, but they can support you from afar and not like, financially yeah right? I agree, yeah and then learning how to work on your own and i speak to a lot of people who like again they they their first job was out of university and while i was in university i was working too and i and i like that yeah. because i was like i'm managing school and i'm working mm-hmm. and it's teaching me a lot about like management as 100%. well it also teaches you about like the working environment can you ha- like you said can you handle this yeah. how do you handle your money yeah what do you do with your money <laughs> all this type of stuff yeah, right yeah. like you're learning crucial things at a crucial age and some of these people some of these kids know this at 16 yeah yeah we don't know this until like we're 20 exactly because yeah. we come from a different environment where yeah. it was just told like you go to school and that's it and you get money from your parents yeah. that's it that's it yeah it's like a it's like a blessing and a curse. It like, is. It's, it's yeah. more of a blessing, hundred yeah, yeah, percent, because yeah, yeah. like you're so privileged to not have to work yeah. in order to provide for yourself. Exactly. But it also provides. Well, you you know you also then not you don't have the ability to exactly hone in on all those skills exactly. that you will or would have learned if you had gone to, exactly you know, exactly. Those jobs. But it's interesting, man. Yeah, like, and that's why I think like even as much as this topic is about like a dream you wish you hadn't given up on it's even the fact that like it's never too late mm-hmm. to pursue those dreams like you said yes we live in a huge like era right now where like hustling is such a thing yeah um because you could be in a business or finance role but like something different like you could like mm-hmm. carpenting 100 percent do you know what I mean? Uh, and then you, I don't know who it is, but like, I mean, that's the first thing. Yeah. That, and just so you know, carpenters get paid a lot of money. Just man. saying, a they make money, a man. lot of money, and 
they like yeah you could be in finance and be like yo i want to do carpeting yeah but you're in finance to teach you about business management and financing mm-hmm. and then later on your full-time job is carpeting and you have your own company exactly. you exactly. know what i mean like yeah. i think when you have that that view on things that i'm in this position to teach me about the position that i want to get into or to own my own business yeah then that's that's good right yeah. like your side hustles have to be interconnected sure. i feel right i think everyone is, everything is yeah, even if yeah. they're a completely uh, other side of the industry yeah yeah i think it still is yeah yeah, yeah for sure it, like you said like business will teach you about understanding how to manage let's mm. say your company how mm. to manage your people mm. management in mm. general mm. and let's say you're in for example, uh, you know something arts related. Yeah, that's your creative end. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah like yeah. even if you're in a business, yeah, you still need creative ideas in exactly. order for your business to succeed. Exactly. Whatnot, right? yeah, yeah. So it, it teaches you so many things. Yeah, like no, all for these sure. Things, for right? sure. Like even like now I'm in a my role is a PR assistant, so mm-hmm. I help a lot of like small businesses mm-hmm. and people get more media outreach, mm-hmm. and that's amazing to be in because I can transfer those skills into what my side hustles are. Exactly. How do I brand myself? How do mm-hmm. I brand two peas in a pod? Mm-hmm. How do I brand other things that I'd work on to get more people to contact me, exactly. right? Yeah. So these are all transferable skills and okay, maybe this is something I don't like waking up to every morning. Yeah. But change the like wire your thinking to say you're here for one thing and one thing only. Get right. your lesson learn whatever you need to do grow as much as you can once you have like sucked up all the knowledge move it on to somewhere else that you can establish that even better Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right and you have more control over it yeah um so i think like in anything you again like don't give up on your dreams just figure out a way that you can work your full time and still like have and still start. have some time and maybe like connect with people that are like it's hard to do it alone to be yeah, completely honest like sure, you know what i mean sure, like even sure. if you if it's like a side passion that you have yeah um if not your friends like reach out to someone that's in that realm yeah. in that industry to help you at least get yeah. a way in yeah, yeah like you know the best way is to you know maybe ask your friend like for example like if your passion is maybe um drawing yeah you know you want to get into maybe mm canvases and drawing something like you can just get a friend be like yo man like why don't we just spend one weekend and just draw something out like mm, you know like mm. that that support alone can help you exactly uh, pursue and you know uh, go where you want to go mm. with that mm-hmm. uh, aspect of things but i think like friends and family do help mm-hmm. more than you think yes um but do you think like let's take friends as an example like their career paths where they've taken their career, like, has that affected you at all? Oh, into- yeah. Yeah? For sure, man. Really? Like, I, I'm very big on having influential people in my life. I Like, agree, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Because I feed off of your energy. Uh-huh. If I don't, if I have, I'm sorry, bum friends who uh-huh. have, like, no purpose in uh-huh. life, I can't, I just can't, it's just me, yeah. I cannot. I'm I like, I see so more, like, I, the way I view the world is, like, there's so much to go get. And, mm-hmm. like, I've been told that continuously by my father. He's always horned that, like, whatever you want, you can achieve if you put in the work. Mm-hmm. It's not going to come to you. You have to go get it, right? right. Um, both my parents are go-getters. So my circle has to, to be, be go-getters, right? That makes right? perfect sense, man. And I have seen, like, Maytha has been someone who's, like, been super influential in me achieving my goals even when it was like really hard for me when it took me like eight months to find a job mm-hmm. she's like latifa keep going mm-hmm. it's hard yeah but you gotta keep you gotta going, keep going. Yeah. and you see like okay she's doing good i might not have the job that she has but like 
her hustle, her hunger. And even while her she's in that job, she's applying to other jobs because she's like, oh, maybe in a year time, I want to be in a different country. Sure. And I'm like, sis, that's amazing. Yeah, like she's thinking like five steps five ahead. Five steps ahead. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to be that hungry. I want to be hungry again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to be like, definitely my friends around me make me more hungry. And there's even friends yeah. who are in the UK. Um, a friend of mine named George, he... Uh, in like there's a famous strip in London downtown it's called Carnaby Street which like a bunch of fashion places are and he opened up an ex- exhibition which highlights a lot of like I guess underground artists mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. and there was a lot of talks there and he even started up his own like collective and I'm like yo that's amazing man. yeah it's yeah. it's amazing even like another friend Yasmin who came here to visit me recently she's always been a hustler like very independent she worked at ba- like various media publications that are well known mm-hmm. and she's always been like a go-getter mm-hmm. and i'm like damn see i want to be i want to be hungry like yeah, that yeah, and yeah. you see like their hunger gets them somewhere i agree yeah right so when you're influenced by that and you have that in your circle always in yeah. your circle it, it, it pushes you even I more agree. i agree i, I it, this is something i remember someone told me in university and it's so true i'm only seeing it now but they're like the people around you are so important yes. because they're gonna determine where you're gonna go with your life. Like obviously you can't blame them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for example, exactly to your point, like if you have bum ass friends yeah. and you just sit around and do nothing, yeah. you're not gonna obviously you can be that one person that does it by mm. yourself, that's no problem. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have people around you mm-hmm. that are level minded, the same that have the same mindset as you, you're mm-hmm. never gonna get anywhere. Facts, no, that's true. So if you have people that are go getters like you, yeah, you're gonna support each other. Exactly. You're gonna help each other get there. Exactly. And you might collaborate in, exactly. in certain hundred percent. Right? Like, that's 100%. how you succeed. Exactly. Um, it's so I think like so Emmy basically went to um, I don't know if you know Sean Brown. Oh, he's like a creative director for like uh, Daniel Caesar. Oh yes, 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 so, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. He's pretty well known yeah. in Toronto, and I didn't know how respected he was mm. in Toronto. Um, but Emmy went to one of his lectures, and mm. he was saying, you know, a lot of artists, a lot of creative people in Toronto, mm. and anywhere in the world, they have idols. Mm. Almost every one of them, mm-hmm. like they have someone they look up to, mm-hmm. and it's almost always they want to work with that person, mm. right? So they're like hustling to get to that level where mm. they're able to then collaborate or work with that person. Mm. And then Emmy was telling me like one important thing Sean Brown was saying was that it's important that you have idols, mm. but know that there are people right beside you Facts. that are trying to do the exact same thing. Facts. Why not just work right, mm-hmm. like right with them? Because mm. They're at the same level as you are mm. in the sense that you are nobody mm. right now, mm. but you have aspirations. Mm. So why not work with them mm. in order to then get to, let's say, a Daniel Caesar level. Exactly. Right? And that's what he was saying. He's like, you know, when Daniel Caesar was a nobody, when Sean Brown was nobody, mm. we together looked up to, for example, someone mm. like J. Cole or Jay-Z, mm. mm-hmm. but we knew we couldn't get to that level. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. because when you, even if you get to that level where you're able to collaborate with mm-hmm, j cole mm-hmm. whatever artist you have yeah. that, that's well known yeah your work may not have that much of an influence with them because they've already done a lot exactly. of exactly you know what i mean exactly so if you're trying to have a fresh take on something mm. chances are if you do it with someone right next to you mm. you're going to be able to accelerate your growth exactly. in your career and whatnot exactly. a lot more yeah than trying to just you know link up with some famous person yeah no it, it, exactly it sense, exactly i remember Issa ray who i adore so much because yeah. of her like just her hustle and yeah. everything she said like yeah like use your friends like use people around you and like choose the right ones who you think are like 
gonna be good to be a part of a project and just use them i don't know why yeah. people want to do like find somebody else yeah exactly when you already have somebody else who is pretty much good yeah do you know what i yeah, mean so yeah. use them and then do what you gotta do yeah, i agree man. but instead yeah i never i never understood personally for me why people i guess okay here's the thing you can have you can have an idol mm-hmm. right but like they're they're like there to be an influence okay like they're there to tell you that you can reach whatever you need to reach yeah but I never, personally for me, there's yeah. not like somebody that I've ever said I wanted to work with. Okay. okay. Which is interesting, right? Yeah. Maybe it's different in terms of like, what is it that you're doing, right? Could It could be like with music. You're a rapper and you want to work with somebody else. Or you're yeah. a musician and you want to work with somebody else. Or yeah, you're a producer yeah, yeah. and you want to work with somebody right? else. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I try to look and I'm like, what is it? Who is it that I want to work with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can't put a name. Maybe majority of the time it's like, oh, I just want to work with some no-name person that's work is mm-hmm. pretty dope to me yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. like okay cool like yeah. i actually fucks with your work yeah, so yeah, like yeah, can yeah. we work together exactly, right exactly exactly the i think the idol the idol thing is i think more or less like the new the music industry i feel or it could even as a videographer you could also want to be working with a musician too true, like because you're like i want to shoot a music video for yeah, you yeah, yeah yeah so it really depends yeah i think for me as well I, i'm the same way i don't think i have an idol mm. per se that i'm like man i'm working towards just being able to even talk to them yeah yeah yeah, collaborate yeah, yeah. With something with them yeah like, i don't think i have anything like that but i have idols where i look up to in the sense of like their beginnings to where they are now mm. right? like that's something that's like important to me like for example I'm, one of my idols is like my dad right like yo you know i hear I mean? that like, yeah, from, yeah, from yeah, where yeah. he's come to yeah, where he yeah, is to yeah. what he's provided yes. me, like that's huge yes, right so it's yes. like it's not like i mean i can collaborate every day yeah every but day. It's, it's more of like <laughs> when i have idols like that it's like man i am so um moved by what they've done already yeah. with their life and it's like that is more of like uh, an inspiration for me yes. to keep doing what I want to yes. do. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it's an interesting thing that you brought up where, you know, you'd rather work with someone, let's say like some unknown artist yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard uh, J. Cole's new album. Yes, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did you watch the documentary? I all? did, I did. That documentary, I, I was I was taken by yeah. it. I was so amazed by what J. Cole is doing because, mm. you know, kind of sidetrack a little bit in regards to that. Like a lot of people, like the whole concept of that project was, giving a voice to producers mm. and unknown artists mm. that not many people would be mm. would know but they have the quality of work is just as good or mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm, even better mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was the part that was the reason for mm-hmm, the project mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's amazing to see that because so many artists so many people in the world they're just trying to get to the level where they can collaborate for example if i'm um you know an artist i want to collaborate with drake yeah that's yeah, my yeah, goal yeah, you know where yeah. you can just collaborate with just as amazing yeah, people exactly, around you exactly. and produce something amazing exactly, that no exactly, one has heard exactly. right and that's all comes down to you know uh leveraging the people that you have around you mm. your family and friends mm. and letting them know what passions you have and if you've selected your friends properly mm. you should always have people around you that have similar passions yeah, to you anyways yeah, yeah, yeah. um and then you're just supporting each other exactly to no get to where you it's true like support is really really yeah. crucial even when it comes to i think like man <laughs> emotional or mental support yeah. when it's a financial struggle oh, to like facts. live up to your dreams because yeah, 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 yeah. i know like even with musicians are people who I, I look up to too for their hustle to get wherever they need to be because a lot of them like 
man, I was broke. Yeah. <laughs> I was broke, and like I'm spending my time in the studio yeah, or somebody's exactly. basement just like making music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I could never. I, never do that. Yeah. I would have to go find something that's giving me money and then do what I need to do, yeah. right? But yeah. they could be like broke for a month or two months mm-hmm. and they're producing work and that project gets them somewhere, which yeah. is insane. And I think that's one thing about even dreams that might fail is because of like the financial stability that it might not give you. Exactly. Whereas if you get like a pretty structured job, you're guaranteed to get a paycheck exactly. every month. Every month, yeah. I, I agree. You, you know, know what's funny? I was talking to a friend about this and this is so bad of us saying this, mm. but I think there's some truth to this. So given that we're, we're, we're like middle class mm. citizens, right? I think this is really bad, but I think being a middle class is probably the worst class to be in. Let me explain. Okay. Okay. I'll explain okay, it to you. So we'll talk, we'll start with the top okay. high class. Yes. You're rich. Yeah. And when you're rich, you just keep getting richer, like True. realistically, right? True. True. And you don't have to work as hard. True. If you have any, for example, like your, uh, you know, your dad owns a company and yeah. you're a type of person that wants to get into the fashion industry. True. Very easily you can get into True. through connections. You can build your own collective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monetarily, like financially, it's easily done. Yeah. And you can easily get to whatever you want to do. Yeah. Realistically, that's probably yes. the easiest. Yes. I'm going to skip the middle class. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll come back to okay. it. Okay. Now let's go to the low class. Okay. Go back to your point. Most idols we have, they come from very humble or poor beginnings, mm. and the reason why they were able to achieve their dreams is because they had nothing to lose for. Yes, at all. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's more of like you just said, like you know, like is it worth spending this much time and money because maybe I can get another job? Yes, that will give me stable income. For most poor people, they don't even have that option. That's it's true. literally like this is the only option I have, yeah. or I go back to being homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that drive and yeah. that hunger yeah. allows them to get to where they want to go. Facts. Now let's talk about middle class, right. which, are, which are most people. Okay, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, I'm not generalizing. Yeah. I don't want to generalize. Yeah. Like obviously, other people have passions and dreams, and yes. that's perfect, and they achieve them. But I think it's like we're in this uh, class where it's like you're you're in the middle mm. you definitely have something to lose because mm. you're you know you have a very you're, you have a house obviously True. you're just living your life yeah but then if let's say if i try to pursue something uh, greater than that yeah. i might lose everything that's so true. that's something i don't want to do that's true but then you're also complacent mm-hmm. like with like let's say you have a stable job and you're living a very stable income uh, uh you know lifestyle yeah that's also fine that's so true. there's no drive for you to be like as opposed to like a homeless person, yeah, like, dude, yeah. I can't. I want to be someone yeah, yeah, because yeah. I have no choice. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like you're in this middle That's ground true. where you know you're not that. You're not taking that many risks. You know what or I mean? Like you're like you're. I guess calculated with the risks that exactly. you're taking because you're pretty stable. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with the yeah. lifestyle you have right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can continue that exactly. But obviously, ideally, everyone wants to be. Where they're like living their True. dream and yeah, whatnot, yeah. but it's I think it's harder for a middle class. But it is. I don't know. It is because like there's so many things to like take into consideration. Also with like finance mm-hmm. is, in in terms of your dreams, is like can your dreams finance your lifestyle? Uh, what I is agree. it that you do? What yeah. is it that you like to do? Yeah. If you go out every weekend, can you finance that? Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you paying for? Mm-hmm. Are you paying for loans still? Can that finance it? Can you finance paying for rent? Mm-hmm. All these type of stuff come into question about can I fulfill my dreams, right? And that sometimes pushes people away from that because yeah. they're like, no, it can't. Yeah, exactly. It can in five years, yeah, but, but right can now? I struggle right now? No, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. Um, and then I think when like 
when it does fr- like fruitate into that time, you're like, damn, yeah, I, I, I can, yeah. I can find an yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. But again, you have to do that. It's calculated. Where will I be every year of my step of following my dreams? Mm-hmm. Where will I be in a month mm-hmm. or two months? Mm-hmm. How will I need to get there? Right? It's 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 a yeah. whole different it's a whole different case yeah. like of finance being a huge issue about dreams. I agree, man. Like that's probably one big thing is that well, I think there's two finance and like just the no the the idea of the unknown. Yeah. Like what's gonna happen if yeah. I try to pursue this and yeah, drop yeah, everything. Like yeah. always everyone has that. It's that risk that you're yeah. taking and you don't know what's gonna happen. So change and the idea of unknown and financially, like yeah. those probably three things that I think allow or doesn't allow people to pursue their dreams. Yes. Um, but I think another thing is, personally speaking, this mm. is for me, is some dreams I have um, don't have a purpose, for example. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Of and course. I think that's sometimes the reason why I don't push towards yes. it. Like, if there is, and I don't mean purpose, like whatever purpose you may have, I think for me, purpose for me is like, Ideally, at the end of the day, like when I pass away, when I die, mm. I want to be able to put a mark on the world where it's like he provided something. Mm. So like my purpose in life for me, I just want to be able to whoever I connect with, mm. uh, influence them, mm. uh, change them in a better way. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I want to be able to make an impact in any way. Yes, and I think everyone has that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, dream and passion. Yeah. So like for me, like I've been thinking about like there were ways where I wanted to be like, the more I travel, the more I, you know, get to interact with people and I'm more, I, I hear their stories and mm. I'm like, this is such an amazing thing that I want to be able to share with people, yeah, other yeah, people yeah. as well. Yeah. And that's something I always wanted to do was travel around the world and share these, not my story, but share other people's stories mm. with the world. Mm. Right. And I think it just, that's, that was something that I really wanted to do because the purpose was to show the world that we're way more connected than we think we are. Mm-hmm. But secondly, it's like, just to, you know, showcase some of these people's stories, like mm. how crazy of a life they're living compared mm. to where we're living. Mm. That's something I've always wanted to do. And I think, like, when you do have that purpose, mm. it's easier for you to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. Yes. I'm definitely going to move towards it because, it, you know, it's something you can um, derive towards. Mm. But it's also something like you're, you're, at the end of the day, you can be like, man, I... exactly no no i and you know what i feel like a lot of third culture kids that i talk to have that like that same passion because the thing is like what people don't understand is when you're raised abroad and you've you're again you're super privileged to have seen different countries and meet different types of people and understand the world deeper than many people can think uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. You literally have had this mindset as, I see everyone is exactly the same. I don't care about your religion. I don't care about your background. Whatever it is, you're exactly the same as me type mm-hmm. of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then your mentality of like what your purpose is, is I want to help everybody. I want to share stories of everybody. I want to influence everybody. Right. Whereas what I felt is when I've moved to like a Western society, it's very selfish, mm, right? Like that's people, very true. Yeah. people really care. Like I met a couple of Can- Can- Canadians, <laughs> sorry, who really just care about Canada, yeah, right? Or Americans who just really care about Americans. Yo, Americans only care about. And America. I understand, like you cannot fight so many struggles. Yeah, I yeah, understand, yeah. but you have to also be like you. It's a blessing and it's a curse to be too damn empathetic to like 
the damn world. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're like, man, I want to help here. Yeah, I want to yeah, help yeah. there. I want to help there. True. And that's just like you feel like that's your calling purpose, right? But is that's actually a good question I want to ask is like, and for anybody is, what is your calling? Mm. Like, what is your calling? You can yeah. be like, I want to help people. But like, what is your calling to yeah. help people? Yeah, 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 yeah. You I, know? Because yeah. every, if you speak to every, I want to make a change in this world. But yeah. what is it? Yeah. I also think, like, change doesn't have to be grand. No, it doesn't. No. Like, change could be literally, and I'm not even joking when I say this, like, just helping some guy out. Literally, like, that's literally it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. can change one person, yeah. and that is change you exactly. brought to the world. It doesn't have to be grand. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, one, I think it starts literally within your, like, your tribe and your circle mm-hmm. of, like, your impact. And I say this a lot is... You can tell of how much you impact somebody even by the like the way you make them feel after you've done hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Like, can I go home today and be like, yo, how did make me feel great? Yeah. Or is it how did make me feel like shit? shit? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like that's that's impact. That's exactly. like that's adding your value into life too. Like your value into life doesn't have to be this grandiose thing, like you said. I agree. It could be just minor things, yeah. even like meeting some dude on the TTC yeah. or somebody else. You yeah. made them feel like, oh, I had a good conversation with a stranger. Cool. My, my day is pretty cushy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it, There's so many things that we make, I think, we want to have this huge effect on the world. Yeah. And I think it's because we, you know, in a, we're in a society where everyone's like, yo, I've made this huge impact yeah, and like yeah, all this stuff. Like yeah. we, you know, see our idols do yeah, yeah. massive impacts. So yeah. We're like, you want to replicate that. Yes. But you don't have to, man. Exactly. No, it's true. It's that's very true. <laughs> that's usually what it is. Yeah. Like you look at like, you know, idols like for example, like someone like in Toronto, like Drake. Yeah. He's making huge impacts yeah, like, yeah. for what he's done for Toronto and mm. even in the world and you're like, Wow, I wanna do that. Mm. And you're like, Man, like there's a guy right next to you that you can help out. True. And you're gonna be impacting his life for the rest of his life. True say. And that's a huge impact. That's true. But you may not think of it Exactly. For yourself, but you've made a huge impact on his life. Exactly. But That's true. Slide from it. It is But um yeah, that was pretty much our topic of this week's episode. And again, like if you guys have any comments or opinions, like please don't hesitate to let mm-hmm. us know. We're actually on Apple Podcasts now. Yes. So if you listen to this on Spotify and you have Apple Podcasts, switch it over. If you're on Anchor FM, you have both Spotify and Apple Podcasts to listen to listen to this. We got a um, lot of avenues. Yes, we do. Yeah. And yeah, we're more well little little show remix. <laughs> We are more than welcome, again, to inviting people into oh, yeah. our homes, into our podcast of yeah. Two Peas in a Pod, and sharing your opinions. Yeah, man. We would love to collaborate with people, man. Yes. Like, it doesn't have to be our idols. It could no. be someone right next to us. Right our next neighbors. to us. <laughs> our creepers. Our stalkers. <laughs> we see you. Yeah. Let us know, man. We're more than happy to yes. uh, get together and talk, man. Yes! And that's it. This is Latifa. And this is Hottie. And you guys were listening to Two Peas in a Pod. Deuces! Deuces.